The Rogues Gallery is a Batman Mentors Game podcast brought to you by Ken Hammer. Welcome back, everybody, to the, I guess, second, because the last one didn't catch, uh, episode of the Rogue Gallery podcast. I am Zach, and I'm here with... Andrew. Uh, unfortunately, Frank, who was first premiered on our last podcast, isn't here, and Jason's not here either, so it's just gonna be us today, but, yeah. uh... Well, you wouldn't have heard Frank's podcast, because we did actually, uh, record one for June, uh, but unfortunately... Uh, due to a blunder on my hat, uh, part, uh, I forgot to actually turn the volume up on the recorder, so it was just a bunch of empty blank space on the, the audio clips, and that was kind of a bust. So this will be our July podcast, so technically our second, but really our third attempt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so sorry about that. Uh, if you guys were wondering why there was a huge gap, um, hopefully we'll be on track from now on. Uh, so to start off, um, stuff I've been playing recently... Um, because of the tournament cards, I actually bought into Militia and have built a Militia crew, and I've been playing that pretty extensively for the past little bit. Uh, I've also been focusing a lot on my Brave and the Bold, but primarily it's been Militia, a couple different list variations, a lot of Sniper Todd, a lot of Big Boss. Uh, going to start experimenting with Deathstroke now that I know I can bring him as a, as a boss because of the sidekick contract thing, so see how that goes. Yeah, and uh, I've been focusing mostly on Cobra Cult. Uh, Night Models was actually super cool and sent uh, Can Hammer a review box set, uh, as well as uh, the blister, the, the extra add-ons for the crew. So I've been furiously trying to paint that up and getting that ready. So I did have a uh, one game with that so far, which we'll talk about later on in this one, and you'll see it on the channel eventually. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been sort of focusing mostly on is trying to figure out this Cobra Cult stuff. Uh, so like I said, as we didn't get, as we didn't get a recording last time, we talked about Cobra there. I think it's been talked about enough and you'll see it between the unboxing and the game we played that, so we're not going to, we're going to skip over that and we're going to go to the newer releases. Yeah. Uh, we don't have any official cards for any of these, unfortunately, so we won't be able to talk stats, but we can kind of speculate. Yeah. So the new releases we have are Grifter, which is the Gen Con exclusive. Doom Patrol, which is the next bat box coming, and hallelujah, Lord, I'm so excited for that. And uh, the other one is kind of a, a guesstimate on our part, but we're, we're, we're speculating that Big Barda might be playable in BMG from that new DC starter box for the Doom, for Apocalypse. Yeah, so DC just announced, I guess, their second edition, or like 1.5 edition of yeah. the DC Miniatures game, and on their like social media and stuff, they've been teasing, um, what was it like? The core Justice League for the minus cyborg, right? Uh, apocalyptic starter, so it's um, Steppenwolf, Darkseid, Big Barda, and three pair demons. Right, so maybe Big Barda out of that box would mm -hmm. be playable in um, Batman Mentors game. Well, because the other ones they showed off so far have been the Batman villains one and yeah. Justice League Dark, and those are all been playable. So yeah, and that's actually cool. So if the Justice League Dark one. Um, if it comes with all the Batman cards, which I don't see why it wouldn't, that'd actually be a really cool set for someone wanting to pick up those guys. Yeah. You probably can't run them as a crew, although they might make a team rule for them. Um, but it is just a bunch of cool models to get all as one for Batman. Yeah. And then um, the the villains one, 
you can kind of do a society of villains list out of that although a real wonky one yeah it's really fucking expensive too like they're all the expensive leaders so you yeah. might have a hard time making like an actual good list out of it but it is cool if for whatever reason that's what you wanted to play instead of having to buy those leaders separate you can just be like boom they're, they're all at once yeah it's um, definitely an interesting setup right weird that there's no joker in that box though that was the one thing that stood out to me i was like batman's villains joker yeah not in the box kind of strange um but that's all for the dc miniatures game so yeah for batman we got uh, one you're really excited about oh grifter oh i'm so excited um so he, he he's been a character that i've kind of liked for a little while uh i first saw him in flashpoint because i knew he was wildcats before that and the dc acquired them and kind of pushed them in but Starting to see those kind of expanded DC canon characters makes me really, really happy. Uh, we'll see what his card looks like. We have no idea what his stats are or anything like that yet. But hopefully maybe his psionic abilities are there. Maybe some new new rules. See how that plays out. And uh, also the Doom Patrol. Um, I am very excited about that one. I have recently built my Danny the Street table specifically for my Doom Patrol. So I am very clearly excited for this list. Um, that albino donkey is their objective. Super excited about that. Really, I'm really excited to see what weird, zany things they can do with this because these are the kind of characters that you want them to get weird with. So let's hope they can throw some balls to the wall kind of rules with this. Yeah. Um, weird thing about that, though, is I guess I don't know much about Doom Patrol. I'm more of like strictly just Batman mm -hmm. stuff is what I follow but uh isn't cyborg supposed to be with them so cyborg is in the show part of it okay but in the comics beast boy was one of the first members of doom patrol oh really okay so we might see beast boy allowed in those lists as well as we might see a cyborg model later because not only is teen titans missing cyborg so is doom patrol and as it's based on the tv's team you'd think there would be a cyborg yeah and that was kind of the point i was getting mm -hmm. at is like Everyone's like, well, where the hell was Cyborg the last time around? And yeah. now that here's another team coming out, like, a month later, or I guess two months later, where where's Cyborg again? So, exactly. like, are they going to bring him out? He can also fit, I guess, with, uh, like, Justice League yeah. for the they, DC They bumped game. him up. So, yeah. it's weird that he hasn't been released yet, but maybe we just haven't seen all the releases coming out next month, and he'll be, like, a single dude that you can pick up. Which would be tremendous. Right. Um, I guess from there, um, what, like, what do you think of this month's release? Kind of sparse for Batman, at least. Oh, yeah, stat-wise, for sure. Like, we've got it, we're getting those boxes, we're getting that box, and we're getting, uh, Grifter. But without any of the cards, we can't really speak too much on them, since we don't know what they're gonna do, how they're gonna play. Right. Um, I'm hoping that Crazy Jane has something to do with her personalities, I think that would be something interesting. Um. They might just give her, like the thing that two-face has though yeah the willpower thing i really hope that it's more than that because she is she it's multiple personality disorder not just bipolar so like yeah fair enough i'm hoping they give her something Maybe it's like a d6 thing where it's like it can go way up or way yeah. down. Or... that's what i'm hoping i want something something zany with her um and like seeing uh like uh, just seeing like elastigirl like that i wonder if she's gonna have like some rule where she can get bigger or if she can, like, turn into, like, this huge gross blob thing like she does a lot. Like, there's a lot of things that we haven't seen yet that I'm really hoping are included with it, so... Maybe she's just a reskin of Clayface. Oh, honestly, wouldn't be mad. Yeah. She's, that'd be really good. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, for that's our takes on the models. Uh, we'll talk about more when the cards come out, and you'll yeah. definitely see them on the channel because uh, I'm I'm a slut for Doom Patrol. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I don't really know much about them, and for me, like this month's releases, there's not too much I'm too stoked for. Maybe that maybe if like that Justice League Dark thing actually becomes a like an actual box, I'd I'd be down for that. But uh, yeah, for me, this month's kind of yeah. Which is fair. Um, so with that, I guess we'll get into our main topic. Uh, so our main topic of the day is we're going to talk about bat boxes. Yeah. Um, they've released a bunch. There's still a couple we're waiting on. But as of right now, it is definitely the best way for a single person to get into the game. Yeah. And they started doing this, what was it, last October? Or has it been two years so far? Um, I think it's only been not even a full year of bat boxes, right? I'm not sure. I started playing last October, okay. so... Um, yeah, because there actually hasn't been that many released so far. Um, but yeah, if anyone who doesn't know what a bat box is, say you're new to the game, um, basically it's something Night Models started doing sometime in the past that I can't remember exactly. But um, so the base game is usually 350 rep. Yeah. Uh, most tournaments run that level. Um, these bat boxes are 350 rep. Right out of the box, uh, ready to go lists. Mm -hmm. um, usually they'll have special rules. So if you run just the models in the bat box uh, without uh, switching things out for other things, um, you'll get like a, a configuration bonus for that crew. Some are great. Some are kind of useless, but yeah. it all depends. Yeah. So and at least in Canada, it's a hundred bucks. So basically, mm -hmm. you can play Batman for a hundred bucks. There's also like. Uh, rule cards in there for yeah. all like your upgrades um a specific mission tailored just to your crew a uh, special objective special objective yeah for each crew and then um quick start rules so this is a really good intro thing where you know yeah you don't get the full rule set but like say you and a buddy yeah. each pick up a box you at least have those quick start rules you can sort of figure out the game from there and then if you do like it the full rules are available online so it's it's that good kind of here's something tangible in front of me that i can I can look through, and then, cool, I do like this, now I'll dive into it. Yeah. And, usually, um, it is good value as well. Like, if you were to buy all the models separate, it would cost you more than that $100 price point. So it is, you know, you do get a bit of value out of that as well. Um, For certain ones. <laughs> I think the biggest offender that comes to mind is the uh, Owls one. You get five models and three little owls for the same price that you get, like, the Cobra Cult box, or, like, the Penguin box, where it's, like, 12 models. Right, but I guess if, what I'm saying is, if you buy it all separate... Yeah. Like, if you buy, like, the... Uh, some of them are hard, because, like, especially Owls, because... They're only in the bat box, those core five. Yeah, well, unless you buy the old first edition models, which yeah. they're just remakes of, but even then, I guess that one is the worst. Value for money, but it is, funny enough, probably one of the better ones... Yeah. Despite Butcher kind of being a bit of a point sink for no reason. Yeah, yeah. we'll get into that, though. <laughs> cart, cart before the horse there, sorry. Yeah. Um, now, not every, usually they release, like, one every month or every other month. Um, so we act, since they've started doing it, they actually haven't got through every crew. Mm -hmm. um, the ones that don't have one so far are Brave and the Bold, yep. uh, Gotham City Sirens, mm -hmm. Mr. Freeze. Unfortunately. Oh, my baby. Yeah. Uh, organized Crime and Central City Villains. And Amazons. Although... But are they... What would they get? Because they're... 
more Amazons? Their starter pack is already basically a bat box. Yeah. Like, I mean, because you could run Troy, but if you run Troy in Amazons, you're down like all 70, points. 80 points. Yeah, it's it's so, pretty rough. I think if they released like other Amazon units, I think that would probably make them a little bit more viable instead of just, here's your list, deal with it. Yeah, fair enough. You can, and some of the boxes now do have like two lists you can actually make out of, the, out of what's included, so maybe that yeah. could be something they can do with Amazons. Um, and then some of the teams have them as well. Uh, ones missing, though, are Batman Family, uh, su- uh, Society of Supervillains, mm-hmm. and Team Arrow. Yes. Um, I guess, do we want to just sort of give a general cover of each one, and then we can sort of rate them maybe on a few things? Sure. All right, so uh, let's start with one of the first ones that I think was released was uh, Joker. Yeah. Um, his is kind of good, kind of not good. Yeah, I, I personally don't have it. Uh, it's one of the few I haven't picked up myself. It didn't really interest me too much because I found a, a lot of the models were released separately and I kind of picked them up from here and there. Yeah, and I, I was sort of in the same boat with that. Like, uh, for a long time, I was focusing just on Joker. Like, for almost a year, I just played, like, Joker Cruise. So, I originally bought all the models released, uh, like, in blisters, and then there's a few models in the actual pack that are... Um, exclusive yeah exclusive just to the bat box mm-hmm. and i di- i couldn't justify buying the bat box because i already own like the majority of the models in it and i wouldn't spend like a 100 bucks just for like three models that yeah. i didn't have um unfortunately two of those three models are actually pretty good uh ace of spades and dynamite um and dynamite's like a good like cheap filler guy for the crew and you can blow up and hurt your uh enemy opponents and yeah. ace of spades with his um joker gas grenades is pretty crazy yeah um although the sidekick included in that box gagey is pretty shitty yeah <laughs> he's pretty he's pretty hurts like, himself with his own gas attacks yeah. like it's yeah and he's he just doesn't bring much to the crew and then the gas canisters you were used to be able in first edition to buy those separate so i actually own those to begin with so i didn't even like benefit from getting that uh, specific objective for that crew. Yeah. That being said, the box isn't too bad. It's just I'd say like middle of the pack. Like, yeah. It, it's it, not amazing, but it's not lower mid tier. I'd probably put yeah. it. Yeah. It's good value because you got a lot of models. Most of those models, if not all, are very playable. Um, and the nice thing is that because all these models are available in blisters, like except for the three you mentioned, right? A lot of people already have them so you can get probably piecemeal from other people if they're selling them secondhand. Right. Um, this is one though I think is pretty good um, to modify after you buy it. So like you, most of the models in this box are, are really good and usable and then the few that you might not want to use it's super easy to find like something else to switch them in with. Like um, I would suggest maybe Rebirth Harley. Yeah. Because she comes with the two hyenas, and those hyenas are, like... Tremendous. And they're super cheap henchmen. Yeah. Fit perfectly in this box. Uh, so its bat box bonus is that when you use the models from the bat box in a game, one of your models gets plus one to their damage rolls. Choose the model before the game starts. So this is one of those... It can be good, but if that model gets blown off the table, if that model is not as effective through just sheer luck yeah maybe you place them in a wrong spot or bad rolls like it's it it, it is good but at the same time it's very dependent so the next one we can get into is uh the riddler sure 
the Riddler box, another one the ones I didn't pick up because I don't like the Riddler playstyle. Um, the Riddler bat box, on the whole, at the moment, I don't think is very usable. Just because a lot of those models aren't very good. Yeah. You typically don't want to have so many squishy models on a list. There are definitely a couple standouts, like, uh, for example, Irish, the really big guy. Yeah. Tremendous. Uh, Echo and Query are a really good pair with competitive. Uh, they're both really strong with the gun and just being able to sustain defense and you can't contest your objectives. Really interesting. Yeah. Uh, Riddle Man. Yeah, he's a little small guy who poops out riddles, but... That's kind of... The, the, that's the, their goal. That's the trick of, yeah, this box. Yeah. They, so they play kind of a different game like you could Fair. try to go for your own objectives but really what you want to do is take advantage of riddle man's um special ability where every time a riddle is solved he can make a riddle next to him is that no so the way that it works is that in the turn previous if four points are made he can spawn a okay. riddle and you can also buy that as an equipment to apply on other models right so riddler when he solves one automatically solves it for four points right um so what you want to do is you take Irish, you make him spit out a riddle if four points were scored previously, and do the same thing with Riddle Man, solving riddles every turn. To and just racking up those yeah. points. Um, which is ties into their bat box bonus, which is your models gain plus one to solve any riddle objective marker. So this is good for models that don't already have something like Inspiration, where they can re-roll, or the models that have the plus one on the rolls, or Riddler, who automatically solves it for four. Yeah. So it's... It's good in the sense that it's good to get the ball rolling for them, but at the same time, the models that are, will be solving the riddles most of the time don't need it. Right. And again, a lot of you guys in this crew are super squishy. Mm -hmm. So once, you know, if, you, if you're going up against a, a very combat-oriented uh, opposing team... Owls. Gun lists. Yeah. Well, like, basically everything. Yeah. <laughs> at this um, point, a lot. <laughs> a lot. Um... They are going to have a hard time staying in the game mm -hmm. right to the end. So you really got to try to get that like real factory going. Yes. Yeah. And this is another one where I'd suggest probably modifying what's already in the box with mm -hmm. maybe some free agent. Something that can block up your opponent from getting to like the Riddler and the Thief guy in the back making those riddles and getting exactly, all your points. Yeah. Something like a, like a Grundy to kind of try and slow them down and smash things. Yeah, for um, sure. Maybe, like, a gun guy to try and pick off people that are coming nearby. Yeah, definitely, like, like Deadshot or something. Even, something. even Clayface would be good with his uh, ability to make everything around him, like, basically not move. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, I guess we can get into Bane. Cool. Um, this is a box that we both have. Yeah. Uh, because, in our opinions, it's probably not only one of the better bat boxes on in general, it's probably the best starter bat box for a new player. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, all the models in it are are really tanky. They all perform a role and they do mm -hmm. it very well. Um, they're also very forgiving because all the henchmen have veteran. Mm -hmm. uh, Bane is really good and he has a few options the way he can, um, I guess, set up at the beginning of the game with his uh, one night to break the bat rule or whatever is that the one yeah so here's the rule that is i am is it i am bane or something it's something along those lines yeah but essentially it gives you three choices and those three choices let you tailor how to play bane that game right so for those rules it is 
I want you to pull it up here really quick. So Bane's rule is that he is able to choose between these three things. It's called I Will Break You. That's the one. So Bane gains two extra Venom doses and military tradition. Right. Bane gains Exhaustive Planner and Boss's Orders. Or Bane gains Close Combat Master and one of the boys. So Bane has Venom and Rage. So when he's on Venom, he gets Invulnerability 2. So that first choice getting him two extra doses on top of the three he starts with base, he's on Venom every turn except for one. Yeah, it's usually like your first turn. Exactly. When, when everyone's just kind of doing that rush across the board. And that gives you military tradition as well, which lets Bane, when he activates that, move all people with veteran up two inches. Right. Including himself as he's a veteran. Um, the next one, Exhaustive Planner. Cancel out of strategy, super useful. And boss's orders, so they get plus one to attack when they're within eight of him. Yeah. And then finally, Close Combat Master to reroll his damage, uh, his hits, uh, yeah, sorry, to, to hit, and then one of the boys lets him let's go as if he were a henchman. Yeah. So you can let's go off and onto him, and when he's on Venom, he's at strength two up, like he's an absolute monster. Yeah. So he's a pretty solid leader. He is uh, susceptible to shooting, though. If yeah. You, if you concentrate on him, like he does have the invulnerability too, mm-hmm. but a lot of guns can take that away really damn quick yeah. so you do have to be kind of careful with him but and defense three so he's not yeah he, impossible he's to pretty hit. easy to hit um that being said he's pretty good and then all of his henchmen are as well yeah um, and one of the new models they designed specifically for the bat box is the support op who has the grenade launcher who has smoke grenades yeah so you can screen bane moving up the board so i find every single piece in this bat in this bat box operates with its own purpose and they all work really well together right but there's nothing janky about how you have to do it like everything's very straightforward Mm -hmm. so there's not like you don't have to worry about weird synergies or everything like everyone has a job they do it well and it's very there's not a a lot of rules to keep track of with this crew that's why i feel it's probably Mm -hmm. one of the better ones for beginners just because of that and bane is so flexible and forgiving so that it's, it's it's a really good box um when i play bane i do usually just run the bat box because the bat box bonus is absolutely astounding. Oh, yeah, that's right. So the bat box bonus for him is that when you're running these models specifically, you choose one model from the crew at the start of the game. Once per round, that model may cancel a single trait that targets it. So you choose a model. Say you want to mind control someone, you can cancel it. Say yeah. they want to, um, I don't know, well, they're crit po- casualty attack you. like Anything like that, that's a trait, you can cancel it. On top of Bane's Cool Under Fire, which lets him remove an effect yeah. from a veteran that activates with an aid of him. So, that's so fire gone, poison gone, yeah. hypnotize gone. Like, it's it a is, really good It is setup. just one. So, if you are stacked with a mm-hmm. lot of poison or a lot of fire, it, it's only going to help you on that one. But that's still huge to get rid of some of that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, if you're, like, poisoned from a poison master. These guys aren't super high endurance, so chances are you aren't going to shake, like, that type of stuff. Yeah. But with this ability just boom gone good to go it's a very forgiving very solid list yeah and also if you did want to expand from the box there's a lot of options Mm -hmm. just under the bane like roster of people so you can get like the two-player battle or starter box which dark knight rises stuff yeah so it's it's all that but like those guys are pretty good and then there's they've re-released from first edition a bird and some of the mercenaries there (laughs) which bird is pretty good but mercenaries are kind of just like filler dudes but yeah they're cheap so whatever um so yeah that's that bat box 
Uh, which one do you want to get into next? Uh, you want to talk about League of Assassins? Sure. Cool. Uh, so the League of Assassins bat box is the Demon's Air box, so it's not a Ra's box, it's a Talia Rebirth box. Right. So this box features Talia, Cheshire, the Heretic, and four Assassins. Uh, it comes with the special objective for the Lazarus Pit, which is something really cool. Uh, so this box is very divisive. I personally run it, I have very good success with it, and I really enjoy it. However, a lot of players, because their threshold for hitting with those models is so high, it is not a reliable list, to say the least. Yeah, like all the henchmen are strength 5 plus, right? Even Talia. Talia is also strength 5. Really? So that's why it's... Everyone's handy. Everyone's... Sh- almost everyone's handy. Almost everyone's sharp. Yeah. There's a couple exceptions to that, but like, on a 5-up strength, if there's any armors, it's going to hurt. Yeah. So it's, it's very dicey. And their bat box bonus is not super interesting it's it's good to get them into combat but after that not really useful so essentially they gain the rule swift which is for every two movements they spend they gain an extra two inches that's not bad so it's not the worst but once you're in combat turn one from that point does it really matter yeah this is i'm sort of on the fence where it's like it's all right and there's components in this box where i'd sure take in a a list but this is one i definitely modify the hell out of mm-hmm. either with the the raz box um if you take bane from the dark knight starter he's yeah. also league affiliate so yeah and then that opens up the mercenaries in that box as well for that <laughs> so you can make some cool list but this would be more of something if i was starting league i'd buy this and a lot of the other stuff too and probably not run this stock out of the box so for that reason yeah. maybe that I don't, I don't rate it too high. I find a lot... The the main problem is that a lot of those... Hen- all four of the henchmen in that box are very weak. And they yeah. rely entirely on Talia's ability to make them desensitized. If you run them in any other context where Talia's not in the crew to make them desensitized, they are worthless. Yeah. Well, the, there's one that has poison, so I'd take him just because... But, I mean, takes... Poison procs on a hit, not a wound, so... But, I mean, on Endurance 5, Yeah. he takes four damage he's at two counters yeah he's, he's, they're pretty shit yeah <laughs> i love the assassins but yeah they're unless they're talia leader i don't i don't use them yeah that being said cheshire and the heretic are actually really solid absolutely astounding models heretic uh i think has probably one of the best written rules in the game um juggernaut so juggernaut is so well designed uh, when he does his charge, it's, it's essentially like a, a charge move where he goes and he contacts people. So it gives him the option to push or not push when he contacts them and he gets a plus one to hit any model he contacts in that way. So it gives you a lot of flexibility if you need to push someone off an objective, if you want to keep them there so you can hit them with your fists for that plus one to hit because he has uh, Master Fighter. So plus two with the Juggernaut. It gives you the flexibility to do what you want when you need to, because with a sword with reach, you can still hit them if you push them. Yeah. Um, it's it's really well written where you don't have to be forced into one playstyle and it's just not going to be used. It's it gives you that sort of advantage of what you need it to do. It'll do it. Yeah. And then Cheshire is just all the poison. Yeah, absolutely great poison. Uh, she has agile and reflexes, so she's re rolling stuff, yeah. jumping off of buildings, and who cares? And yeah, she's a tremendous model. Definitely really, really like her. Alright. Uh, you want to get into, uh, I guess, the newer one? Sure. Cult. Uh, so this was one, 
I've been sort of focusing on lately. Um, just kind of almost finished painting them up. Uh, had one game so far with them. Uh, this Cobra Cult, though, is what we're talking about. Now, they're not a crew. They're uh, not even a team, I guess. They're a cult. They're sort of a new subset of how to make yeah. a list. Um, and all the rules for how to do that are in a PDF that Night Miles put out at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, these guys are interesting, but I think they're more for... Experienced players, yeah, for sure. veterans, because um, there's a lot going on. So how cults work, I guess, in general is they can generate uh, faith points every mm -hmm. turn that they can spend to gain special abilities or, um, like, uh, healing yourself and things like that. Um, it's a lot of, like, paperwork to keep track of and memorization of their rules. Mm -hmm. That being said, the models in the box, like, the characters in the box... Aside from, like, the leader and um, your sidekick, they're kind of all not great. Yeah, they're, they're, most of them are minions, so you yeah. can bring multiples of them, so they are very base stats because of it. Yeah, th there's not a lot of specific rules on each character, but it's then when you have to remember these acts of faith mm -hmm. and, like, keeping track of your faith points and spending them properly. That's yeah. where you, this uh, crew, I guess you can call it... Um, really shines but starting off it's a lot to like keep track of so it's really hard to play them i think i'm sure it'll get easier as i get more games in but like the game we had which we can talk about later didn't go swell for me and i feel a lot of that was just because there's so much to keep track of it i just got overwhelmed um that being said i don't think this box is bad i just think you should it's probably not a good one for beginners just because there's so much to keep track of and if you don't use their abilities properly they will suffer more. they will suffer for it and probably won't perform as well as like any of the other ones yeah uh so next up you want to talk about militia sure cool uh so the militia bat box is it was one of the more sorely needed bat boxes as militia hadn't had a standard re-release until that point yeah so up until this point there was no actual second edition or i guess standard edition uh militia team yeah um so the militia bat box includes uh, a couple different models. So it releases Arkham Sniper, which was what an exclusive for the campaign book before. Yeah. So if you pre-ordered the campaign book back in first edition, um, he came with it. Other other than that, there was no way to actually get this model. Yeah. So he he's a tremendous model. Um, he's really really strong. Uh, he's not overpowered, but he definitely has very interesting rules that'll have him do a lot of really cool shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, Scarecrow is the sidekick. Really really solid model as well. He's not, like, a big bruiser or anything, but, like, when he gets going, he gets going. Being able to fear people from a henchman, and then being able to just wipe out mass waves of henchmen if they're weak enough. Yeah. With that terror, it's just tremendous. And that's actually, uh, their uh, rank in the crew has been flipped since first edition. Yes. So if you do have first edition models, because um, this whole crew, there was no new model. It was all re-releases of first edition. Yeah. Um, but back in first edition, Scarecrow was actually the leader and Arkham Knight was actually the sidekick. So now yes. they just flip that. Um, but it really doesn't change too much, I think. No, oh, yeah. I think it's better on Arkham Knight, to be to be honest, because Scarecrow can be uh, a little... Little glass cannony. Yeah. So he's he's pretty easy to take out if you focus on him. Yeah. Although if you let him do his thing, he's going to screw up a lot of your, your plans. Yeah. The lieutenant's pretty solid. Uh, has follow me to let them move up with you. Handy, mechanical. Most most weapons in this list are mechanical. Yeah. Uh, the brute's big, scary bruiser. Um, 
low defense. He has light armor to try and compensate for it, but he is a bruiser, but he will go down fast if you're not careful with him because he's not... Like, with defense 2, martial arts does wouldn't even matter. Yeah. Um, then we have the rocket launcher, which I think is one of, like, the shining examples of how of why this is a good list. Um, he has good aim, which lets him move and shoot with the plus one. So with that rocket launcher being anti-tank, you, you get a pretty solid three blood. The Militia Soldier 1 has the Carbine, so Assault 3, 5 blood if you hit everything, yeah. solid model. He has Shooter within 8 inches, so no pings if you're close. Nice. Uh, Militia Medic, really, really solid. Heals, Veteran, uh, Handy Sharp Knife for a blood, so like better than most knives. And then Militia Soldier 2 for the shield, uh, giving that protective bonus is really, really nice. And then their objective, I think, is probably one of the better objectives in the game. Uh, it's very dynamic, which I really like. So it's a drone that moves four inches base uh, in the recount phase. And then for every action counter not spent on the drone controller, which you choose at the beginning of the game, it moves another inch. So you could pick one of your four, uh, uh, four uh, willpower henchmen, not move it like I usually do, and then just move it eight inches to where it needs to be. The way that it works is that when it's within four inches of this drone, it target paints models. That gives you plus one to hit them, and if you hit them, you get a VP. So it's a really good way, if you have a lot of models near it, to get a lot of points, and it's a good way to get plus one to hit. And Especially with how many guns are in this crew, it really yeah. helps those guys out, because there are, you know, some models with that defense five, even with guns, it's pretty hard to make yeah. those hits. This really helps it out. And you can rack up those points really quick without actually having to get close to your opponent. Mm -hmm. uh, so that helps out there. Uh, and the Militia's bat box bonus lets them re-roll up to one failed hit roll when performing range attacks. And you choose what model gets this ability before the start, start of the game. So obviously you want to put this on Arkham Knight Sniper because with Rapid Fire, three shots doing three blood per, you could take out pretty much any model. Like, there's a couple that are over nine endurance, but those are, like, the big boys. Yeah, and even though he is, like, technically a sniper-type model, he, mm -hmm. he doesn't actually have any other um, bonuses to hit or... Or crit bonuses, either. Yeah, so. so he's the one that could benefit from the most, and also pairing that with the drone, mm -hmm. super fucking deadly. Yeah, it's a very solid way to make sure you're getting your hits in, and yeah. he's a very... It's a very strong model. I think the bat box is a good start... Uh, there's definitely room to improve. I personally don't play the bat box myself. I play a variant. I don't run Scarecrow. I run Big Boss, which is a tournament card, and I run uh, usually Rat Catcher because if rats start within two of him and they start and they hit something near a drone, plus two to hit. So it's a lot of stacking poison, a lot of hitting things for just for points. So it's it's a good it's a good all-rounder crew that I think has a lot of different good moving parts. There's definitely could be more models that could make them better, but I think they're a good mid-tier crew. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, here's one that a lot of people were thinking about or asking for before it came out, and that's the Penguin Bat Box. Yes. Uh, again, Penguin was in that weird space where when 2nd Edition dropped and Standard Edition became a thing, he did not actually have uh, any models that can be played in the game. So... I think it was around January of this year when this comes out. Um, the Penguin came out, and his box is really freaking cool. It's very solid. Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff in here uh, just works really well. All has a purpose. Um, Penguin himself, uh, kind of decent, kind of not, but he does have that add-on duck thing he can drive. Which, I love uh, it. 
which is pretty gross. It allows them to summon in more penguins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and usually people bring in like the exploding penguins because you can just keep throwing them at your opponent until they die from exploding. Yeah. Um, it is counted as a vehicle, so it can't heal itself, but Penguin has Repairman, so he mm-hmm. can fix him. He can basically heal himself as he goes as long as the duck doesn't get completely destroyed. Um, he can basically just keep healing himself forever. Uh, so you really got to focus on him to take him down. There's also the henchman that has Handyman that can heal things as well that runs oh, behind him. Yeah, that's right. And then Lark baking him, uh, giving a minus one penalty to hit on the duck is really nice as well. Security uh, security boss is a really good trait. She's a really strong henchman that I think a lot of people underestimate when she when she's in the list, but she's definitely highest target priority to get rid of so you can make sure you get the penguin out. Yeah. Uh, and then the rest of the the crew guys are fairly decent as well. Except Loose Lips. You don't like him? No, he's garbage. He's got a shotgun. Yeah, he's so bad. And a knife. Yeah, I mean, with the, with the new tournament card that came out for 50 Cent, he, it's a way better sidekick. Loose Lips is really lackluster. Like, he costs funding. He gives you magazine, like, half on magazines. But oh, like, right, he gives you a... Yeah. But, I mean, I'd rather take... 50 cent who gives the exact amount of money that he takes so he's basically funding free so that immediately covers the magazine right there and then some so i'd i like 50 cents i think a better model just because he has mobster and death pack or i don't share his death pack but he has mobster for sure so he's getting the bonus he's getting the swarming on hits and he's a really good model and the penguins yeah so this one has a, a bunch of like penguins that you can take um, they are minions, so you can take up to three of each, although mm-hmm. the bat box only comes with one of each. Um, two are really good, and one is okay. So the two that are really good is the Rocket, Locker, rocket Launcher Penguin, mm-hmm. um, which just fires like a rocket launcher, uh, big blast template. Uh, and the Explosive Penguin, which is kind of like a suicide uh, bomber. A little kamikaze boy. Yeah. Um, so those are both the ones I see the most used. Um, just because of how much damage potential they can put out. Yeah. Uh, the other one that is kind of meh is the one with the... It has a minigun attached to its back. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, unfortunately, with this guy, he has the uh, minus one to hit rule. Yes. So it could potentially do a lot of damage, but against like those high defense targets, which you kind of want to use this gun on anyway because it does three blood a hit, yeah. um, you're probably not going to actually hit them. Um that being said, these guys can totally clean up low defense henchmen without a problem. Oh, yeah. But most people I've found, and personally if I was to use this list, I'd take the other ones just because you're spending a lot of points for those minigun dudes, which could be spent on the exploding guys, which are just more reliable and do yeah. damage and stuff like that. Not saying they're bad, it's just there's better options you can take. Uh, and their bat box bonus is that um, one of your models gains the primary target X trait, where X is the objective of your choice, and you choose the model before the game starts. So it is useful because you could make, say, four points off of ammo or four points off of medical. Um, it's nice because it pairs really well with the informer objective, which gives you bonus VPs when you're controlling other things with it, being held. Um, it pairs well with penguins being able to boost the amount of points you get when multiple people are controlling an objective. Uh, this is a list where you want to have a swarm so that way you can control a bunch of objectives at the same time to just print points. Yeah. 
and then you're keeping Penguin alive with the Handymans, and you're keeping him alive with Lark, and you still got the bruisers like Big A and the Penguin Elite Thug that you're throwing at people, and the Penguins that are kind of just mowing people down. So I think it is one of the better bat boxes. It's a little bit more micromanagey than the other ones, so it might be better for veteran players, but it's still a yeah. very good box. Yeah, I agree. This one does have a lot of moving parts that you kind of need to keep on top of because once models start getting out of place where you want them in the crew, things can go bad from there. Just being having them taken out or like not having that cover for mm -hmm. um, like Penguin, it, it, once he begins to, to lose his like duck and then if he dies... You know, your, your points, yeah. your ability to make points really goes down. So you, you, like like Zach said, this is a good box, but maybe not the best for a beginner, I guess. Yeah. Want to talk about Court? Yeah, Court, my favorite. Same. <laughs> uh, court Owls box. This one is fairly recent, I think. Um, it's around Christmas time this yeah, year. Okay. Around Christmas. Um, now, this one is weird because the majority of the stuff in the box was reprints of first edition although the first time i think they've done it where they've actually instead of taking the first edition models and just redoing them in resin these are completely brand new uh sculpts except for butcher um and then there's one uh exclusive model which is one i want forever uh lincoln march but tremendous I, model yeah it's great except i owned every other model in this box so i cannot justify buying it which is killing me on the inside because i really want lincoln march <laughs> um that being said this box is super fucking solid um everyone in the crew is very deadly and mm -hmm. they're very good at what they do um which is only made better by their bat box bonus which gives every model in this bat box death pack yeah. So when you outnumber someone, you get plus one to hit, and you get an extra attack for free. Right. Which is absolutely killer for models that already have combo, already have pluses to hit, or handy, or... Like, it's it's tremendous. Um, yeah, because, like, Strix, uh, arguably the best henchman in, in the whole game. Um, yeah, she's up there for sure. She's, uh, is she fast? Uh, she has stealth. You give her fast, you give her back claw. Right. And she just flies up the board like a windmill of death. And she's already an acrobat. She's got combo with those katanas, so... Nope. Not? No, she doesn't. I thought she did, too. Who's the combo one? Robin. Robin, Robin is the combo one. Fuck that guy. Yeah, and that's why he, he is take he is usable in court. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, she's still attack four. Uh, handy sharp. Her overwhelming. Katanas, yeah, so they did add overwhelming on her katanas, which is new for this one. Um, she's an acrobat. Stealth. Yeah, so you give her fast for one of the traits. You give yeah. her back claw. Flies up the board. Chops whatever you want into little pieces. Yeah. Um, Lincoln March also has an, has an item that he can buy called Talon Serum, which gives everyone plus one willpower and plus one to your damage rolls. Gross. So you give that... Or sorry, not everyone. Sorry, three models with reanimated owl traits. So you usually give it to the non-March models because March... At strength three up with sharp doesn't really need it as much. It's pretty good, yeah. Um, but March having unarmed um, combo, so he has retractable claws on his unarmed attacks. So sharp seven attacks with sharp yeah. blood stun, terrifying. Plus he can fly, so he's really fast. And, and he's power armor, so he's immune to crits. Yeah. And he can ignore damage. Yeah. So uh, martial artist, you can't outnumber him. Like he's he's tremendous. They're all really solid. Mm -hmm. um, you. This one's kind of weird because 
even though every model is really good, they do kind of need to support each other yeah. too. Like, no one model is gonna kill, like a, a, a fighty character, like say like Batman or something. They'll do a lot of damage, but mm -hmm. you really need to like run them in like groups of two and just have them like sort of as teams. Yeah. Um, but that being said, they're gonna do super well, and this is yeah, this one's probably one of my favorite bat boxes. Yeah, I, even though I, I'm not gonna buy it. They're they're <laughs> tremendous, and like their objective, letting uh, henchmen models get plus one on the casualty. Right. If they're with or, or any any points scored within four for henchmen models, which is everyone other than Butcher and March, uh, is tremendous. Like getting bonuses off objectives, off knockouts, off kills. Yeah. Like, uh, this is one though. I might not run stock out of the box um, just because there are s the other um, court box with the uh, high court lady mm -hmm. and the other like sort of bigger other talons new house and uh... new house uh, I want to say Ephraim but that is new house yeah. uh, Ballard Ballard in 1880s yeah. um, they're all really solid too and they all just work so well with these guys as well so there are like this one this box is good but it's also even better when you modify what's in the list so you might not always use the the actual yeah. configuration bonus but everything in this box is solid and yeah I'd, I'd go for it uh so next up let's talk about the suicide squad probably the oldest bat box i think they were the first yeah they were yeah it was like joker i think it was joker riddler and Suicide Squad was like first wave of bat boxes because yeah. they technically released the starter for first edition that was just the bat box, right? And it had that metal Ben Affleck Batman in there. <laughs> yeah, um, not the greatest. Yeah, the Suicide Squad box. There's a lot of pieces in there that are really really strong. Deadshot, Boomerang can be good. Uh, Slipknot's an underrated favorite of mine. Uh, Harley Quinn's pretty good. But Katana is okay. And I think Diablo is the worst model in the game. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty like, bad. He has regrets. Uh, he regretties the spaghetti, so he's not very good. Yeah. He can't use his magic attacks unless he passes a willpower roll, and at willpower six or like, five or six? I think it's five. Like, he's, he's garbage. He's basically never gonna attack so he's just kind of there hanging out while the rest of your crew does stuff yeah um yeah like there are i guess models you would want out of this box if you're gonna run suicide squad because mm -hmm. there are suicide squad is like a fairly decent team even yeah. with their uh like neck bomb thing um but just this configuration is yeah yeah and the, and the killer croc that you get in the box is it's okay for its point cost. It's pretty solid. Yeah, he's only like sixty-eight or something, and he's around that. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a half decent bruiser, but you can get King Shark for like twenty points more or whatever. And, and King Shark's a monster. Yeah, so much better as a bruiser. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this box, not the greatest stock. Um, I guess if you do want to make a Suicide Squad list, you'd probably still want to pick it up though, just because you do want like Boomerang. You do want uh. Deadshot. As much as I hate him, you probably do want Slipknot. I love Slipknot. And then get the other models. an expendable back claw with a rest. Yeah, sign me up. So dumb. Um, but yeah, you, you would want to mod it with like Flag, King Shark, yeah, maybe Killer Frost, stuff like that. 
I've, I've played Suicide Squad a couple times. I usually slot in something like Black Manta. Oh, yeah, he's really um, good, too. Just, like, I, I tend to slot in really off-meta picks into my Suicide Squad to throw people off to kind of put me at a bit more of an advantage because people don't know what I'm doing. Uh, their bad box bonus, unfortunately, is really good, but needs really bad models to do it. Yeah. So it gives one model in your crew plus one willpower, and you choose that model at the start of the game. So a really strong bat box bonus, but you need Diablo in both configurations. So it's kind of useless. Gross. And then their objective is called... Uh, what's it called? Where is it? Oh, it's not on here. Anyway. Oh, it's Beacon. Here it is. So the Beacon markers are treated as small obstacles... Uh, if this objective is controlled by the end of the raise of the plan phase, you may reallocate all the counters of two friendly models, and the models gain one additional action counter. Their objective is worth four VPs, so it's the most VPs raw in the game. So it's really, really strong. Its ability is really, really strong. I tend to put Slipknot to just fly up the board to get to it. Yeah, he's one of the fastest. Yeah, so it, it, it is a really good objective. The team is really solid. Just don't use the bat box out of the box, please, for your own benefit. Yeah, you're not going to be happy. Yeah. Um, I guess that leaves us with one more. Uh, yeah, the Titans. Yeah. This is one that people have been asking for forever. It finally came out. Uh, their rules have been... Uh, the team rules for Teen Titans have mm-hmm. been updated from first edition, so they're not actually completely garbage. Yeah. They um, are usable. <laughs> yeah. Um... You have the most experience with these guys. You picked them up. Yeah, uh, I picked them up. I play them a bunch. They're really, really strong. So the configurations, and this was a point of contention as well because they have an ability called pack. Right. So for every two models, you get 30 points off. Their bat box configuration one is Robin, Raven, Beast Boy, Starfire, Dev, and Hawk. We weren't sure if the sixth model applied its 30% bonus to itself, or 30 point bonus to itself or not. This was proven that it does. Yeah. Uh, so they have six models at 440 points. Uh, their other configuration is Robin, Beast Boy, Wonder Girl, Dove, and Hawk. Wonder Girl is a bit of an oddball for me. She's one of my favorite characters. She's a really strong model. But because of the team rules, she'll never shine as much as she should. She will always be getting the inexperience, which is one of the things you have to deal with with Team Titans. There's four inexperience mark- markers. For every sidekick, there's one less. But every turn, she's going to have one less action counter because that's always going to happen yeah um their bonus is really good so whenever uh, when either when using either of the two setups their opponent receives one less inexperience penalty point so the first one even though it only has two sidekicks that gets changed to being only one or so only two uh two uh, inexperience points that will go on your models for that first configuration i think that's probably the better use of it yeah um i really like teen titans they're strong models. Out of the box, I think the first configuration is probably the best setup for them because Raven is a monster that just yeah. heals and shreds counters. and she, Well, she does everything. She does everything. She's yeah. so good. And Robin's really, really strong. I think he's arguably better than Nightwing it's himself for less, and he does almost the same, if not more. Yeah, I can see that. Always on the move, so he can move, stop, attack, and then continue to move. He does blood on his staff and if he's outnumbering someone he does blood stun yeah so he's doing that two damage um on top of that he's handy it's devastating he's four up uh all of his stats are really solid four four fours 
Uh, six endurance. That's all. That's the biggest problem with Teen Titans is they're all very low endurance. So yeah. once they start dropping, they start dropping. But they're really, really solid. Yeah. Beast Boy's there. He's able to just adapt to whatever you need him to do. Basically. Switching forms, three different forms with the hawk, the tiger, and the the gorilla. Like yeah, basically just rush, tank, and fight. Yeah. Um, and he, because his forms are upgrade cards, he actually gets to heal himself every time he switches. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so super solid crew. Um, not one I'd say for beginners though. This is definitely not. This is a lot of these guys' abilities do proc off of being uh, like In around proximity. each other. So you really have to think about your actions, uh, especially like order of operations, who you're gonna move up and then who mm -hmm. you're gonna move to. Those people uh, always being around the like, Trigon portal. The Trigon portal, but even yeah. like Hawk and Doves. Um, little bubble thing oh the bubble for because hawk gives off trickster to everyone within four yeah and then dove can heal everyone within two inches with her with her medic so that's very useful as well yeah so you, you, this one does take a lot of planning and so maybe as a new player you're gonna struggle with this crew to get yes. the most out of them um that being said i would put this up there with bane is probably one of the best bat boxes as well for sure just not for beginners absolutely you, yeah. you would have to have uh, some experience with the game and sort of understand like the mechanics to make get the most out of this box yeah and like well, even even me i forget a lot of rules too every model in, in teen titans has survivor the amount of times i've done a survivor rule zero probably zero <laughs> yeah. I, i've had models die and i totally forget because in the moment i'm like oh man oh i have nothing to counter that but yeah. no i have a survivor check i might survive it so they get resilient when there's multiple within four inches. Um, Robin has leadership, so rerolling within eight for willpower. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that they get when they're together, and you have to play them smart. Yeah, so they're very much in the same boat as like Cobra Cult, where you got to keep on top of everything. Yeah. Although I think this one is a probably one of the stronger boxes. Yeah. I think we've covered all the boxes. Mm -hmm. You have one honorable mention, though, and that's the uh, two-player starter set. Yeah. Um, not full um, 350 rep crews. I think you said they're 250. They're they're roughly 250. Um, bringing in the bat pod, or not the bat pod, the, um, the tumbler into either crew will bring them up to the total. Okay. But you probably don't want to bring the tumbler because the tumbler, despite putting out a lot of hits and a lot of heat is very susceptible to just scratching it to death and then it's a lot of wasted points yeah so um but as something i guess for beginners getting in the game great great place to start great value you get the rules you get some terrain all mm -hmm. the templates and dice you need um, markers yeah tokens objectives yeah. uh and then you got two crews that are good to build off of as well so if you want to go like the brave and the bold route um you know, there's so much stuff you can pick up for that crew to mm -hmm. expand the models you get with that. Same with Bane, you know, pick up this box and the Bane Bat box, you got a lot of, of toys to, to mess around with and make different lists. Yeah. Um, so yeah, honorable mention for that. Uh, for beginners, perfect. Absolutely. Um, beginners that have someone to split it with, probably. Unless you want it for just yourself. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I, I bought it for myself because I, I love this game. I, I, I'd... I'm planning to buy it for myself because I play both the crews, so I want all the stuff in it anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I honorable mention for that. Yeah, and uh, on to our next segment: the games we've played. 
Alright, so uh, next up we're going to talk about uh, some of the games we've been playing recently. Uh, Zach, you probably have more than me, so you can go because mine's going to be real short. Uh, so, one of the more recent games I played is I played against uh, one of my friends, Dylan. Uh, he owns Multizone Comics here in Gatineau, and I play there pretty much exclusively, unless it's here with Andrew. Yeah, one of the sponsors for the channel as well. Yes. Um, so he, him and I have been pre playing a lot lately. I'm trying to get him up to, uh, up to snuff on second edition because he was a first edition player, uh, and he kind of backed off for a little bit, but now he's heavy into it. So I'm getting him up to, up to par for what he should be playing. Um, so he played Dark Knight Rises Batman in the Tumblr with Catwoman on the Batpod, Alfred, and the... Uh, the police officer who has the spray bottle for the pepper spray, and I played the militia list of the br I played the brute, Arkham Knight, Big Boss, the shield guy, high security henchman, rat catcher and his rats, and the medic. Uh, game ended up going nineteen to nine. Uh, it was a lot of me kind of feeding models to the bat to the tumbler in the corner so that he wouldn't come shoot all of my things to death, and then. He, he, he did a he, he was doing a lot of janky placements with Catwoman on her bike because her bike is not a vehicle right so she he was going through sewers with her he was kind of climbing stuff to mess around a little bit like things that he could climb that would be within his special base rules but still um, I barely eked out the wind because it was a lot of just good management of models it was a lot of keeping him off his bat signal uh, with the whistles or not with whistles um with fears and it was a lot of keeping him away from models that i like with blinds so i ended up winning but it was a slog to get there the the tumbler i think is best used with dart with brave and the bold because it still has master of stealth uh the mercenaries one doesn't and because it's can be scratched to death i think that's why it's most vulnerable but the batman batmobile is definitely a force to be reckoned with yeah, you do have to be careful against that thing. Oh, yeah. And uh, my other game that I played was against Steph. He's a local player here. He played Bane List, but not Bane Led. So he played Bird, um, the Ninja, Comic Deadshot, the Sharpshooter model, um, Bronze Tiger, and uh, De Dreadnought Op. I played the exact same list as the one I played against Dylan and against Andrew. Um, that one was a lot of just bad rolls on his part. He couldn't hit a shot with Comic Deadshot because that's just our luck. I've only got, I've hit maybe one or two critted once of those two and then every other time I've failed up a critted so it's just really disappointing. But uh, no, I ended up winning that handily because of the rats with Ratcatcher just plus two to hit when it's near the drone and near rat catcher for the plus one each um a lot of making points off of hitting models repeatedly with different models um i let bronze tiger come up to todd and get knocked out but then todd woke up and bounced out the next turn and then i kind of put everything else on objectives and then away from comic deadshot and kind of just hid from him so he couldn't shoot me and if he did it ended up not being good for him so those were my two most recent games, other than the one you and I played, which yeah. you'll talk about now. 
Yeah, so I haven't played much because I am doing a lot of work preparing for uh, Capital City Bloodbath, which is a big uh, event that Can Hammer runs here in Ottawa every August. Uh, so I'm doing a lot of work on terrain. Be there, be square. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've only uh, gotten one game in this month, which is June. Uh, and that was today against Zach. Uh, you'll see that on the channel as well, so you can see how bad I got crushed. Uh, but I was using the Corbo Cult for the first, first time. Um, and we played Asphalt Jungle, mm -hmm. uh, which sort of forced the action to be all in the center of the board. Um, you ran the same crew that you just went over. Yeah. Um, and you pretty handily took me apart, uh, just shutting down a lot of the things I was trying to do, uh, taking out key models. Um, one of the things that I guess we went over when we are going over the bat boxes is Cobra Cult has a lot of things to keep track of a butt ton of traits and rules and abilities and powers and yeah so um that's i think where the biggest part of my downfall was was just keeping track of that stuff i know for a fact that i just forgot to do a lot of things that i was able to do mm -hmm. which would help me out um that paired with a few like key sort of just shit the bed dice rolls that were really, really would have like swung things a different way like uh, first round, I tried to rush up with one of my characters that had a plus one to hit. Uh, um, Arkham Knight, who didn't have... I think he only had, like, two movement counters on him, so there was a good chance he might not have been able to dodge. Uh, rolled, like, two ones or whatever. Like, yeah. mi missed that. And there's a couple other attacks where it was, like... It sh should have went better, but just didn't, because I just wasn't rolling very good. Um... And I, I got lucky a couple times. Like, when I shot at Cobra with three shots, hit all three, then wounded you with two of three. Yeah, because... That was... Yeah, because yeah, uh, Cobra's defense five, he didn't have the drone nearby. He did have the drone nearby. Okay, that's, so... That's the only reason I hit So him. on fours, but, like, yeah. I was... I think I had, like, two damage on me at that time, so you just rolled, like, all hits, all wounds. It's like, okay, well, he's dead. There's nine blood. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was just a lot of stuff like that. I guess swingy things. Um... But yeah, you played well too. Uh, I'm 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 kind of rusty because it has been like over a month now since I played. So, and I'm playing a crew that I've never played before with a butt ton of rules. So it's yeah, a so whole lot of experiences. I, yeah, it's really like overwhelmed. Yeah. But that being said, I am like super jazzed with this crew. Even though I didn't play well this game, I can see in the future once I get more experience with it, I I think I'll be able to to do better. Maybe tweak a few things in the list. Uh, I just ran the configuration. Configuration one out of the the, uh, the bat box, mm -hmm. um, I can see maybe not running that and using some of the newer like the hazard troopers in that crew. At least one of them, um, they're both really good, but they perform different roles. So I gotta see which one I actually want to use the most. Um, but yeah, I don't think I did. I well, I, I played like shit, but it's probably the best I could have hoped for given the circumstances of. I'm trying to film at the same time. I'm trying to figure out all these rules and keep track of it. And then I'm playing against Zach, who plays like all the time, and he's yeah. probably one of the better players in the, the area right now. No, shucks. Just just because of all how much he actually plays the game. So much. I, I play too much. Yeah. If if anything, there's no too much. What are you talking about? I play games by myself in my basement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't do that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I guess with that, we can jump into our Brother Eye segment. Alright, so next up is our Brother Eye segment. So this is where we talk about, or pick models that 
I guess we don't see played as much as we think they might should be. Of course, this is, I guess... Entirely meta and, and subjective, but it's... Yeah, so this is based on, like, our meta. Yeah. So locally, we don't see these models played a lot. Maybe where you guys are, you see them all the time, you're like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Yeah. Again, just keep in mind, we're only talking about sort of our area, I guess. Um, I will go first. Uh, so I picked uh, Captain, Captain Boomerang, the second edition one, not the, the first edition. Not the comic one. The, yeah, because the there's, there's an old one, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's like pretty good for 48 rep, 200 bucks. Um, he's really cheap, which is kind of why I like him, and he can do so much things. So he's only like willpower 6, uh, attack defense 3, endurance 6, strength 4 plus. Um, he's got a few different uh, ranged attacks with his boomerangs that could be... Um, I guess modified with his ricochet ability. So how how that works is he can do a range attack with his boomerang. Um, they're all short range. Um, and throwing weapons, so they do buff his strength. Um, but he can use his ricochet ability for one special. And he, if he hits a target, he can make uh, an attack on an enemy within two inches of that. So you can sort of get more bang for your buck if mm -hmm. if there's like a swarm of guys coming at you. Um, the main thing I think you'd want to take him for though is that primary target loot. So, um, pick a loot marker. Uh, if he gets it, he'll get two points off of it. Um, which is a really good way to sort of get the most out of loot markers, which a lot, I think they're out of vogue now just because of how much points you can get off some of the, the other, uh, objectives. Yeah. Um, but say your opponent picks a loot marker for whatever reason, you can actually pick theirs as your primary target and grab it quick. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that, it's kind of those two reasons why I think he probably should get played more because um, he is able to get some decent support, like range attacks on people. Um, a lot of people will ignore him just because they don't really see... Like, he's not so much of a, a force on the board that he needs to be dealt with. Um, but he's cheap enough to sort of hang back and like harass your opponent yeah. uh, and then try to go for that um, you know primary target loot uh, he is pretty reliable with his um, range attacks though because he does have master marksman uh, and then the ricochet helps out with uh, getting more bang for your buck for that so that's why I picked him I can see him being used more yeah. um, mine is a model that I used to use a lot but have since drifted away from because I find in that cost category in Brave and the Bold, it's a lot of options, and she never, she doesn't quite always fit, but when she does perform, she performs. So I picked Huntress, 66 rep, 100 funding, uh, willpower 7, strength 4 up, 3 movement, 3 attack, 4 defense, 3 special, 7 endurance. She has a bow that's handy reach, and it's only 1 stun, and a hand, uh, hand crossbow, which is 2 blood, 1 shot, 3 ammo, mechanical, medium range. She's an acrobat. She has distract. So within four inches, you can re reduce defense by one until the end of the round. She's hidden, so you can place her anywhere. Martial artist. Rapid fire. Run away, so you can't arrest her. And she has stealth. So I use her a lot as a control piece. I tend to use her in Brave and the Bold to turn on my bat signal and keep people away. Um, for me, I think the hardest thing is once she runs out of hand crossbow ammo, she's not very useful. Attack three super easy to block she's only handy with a four up sure it's with reach but three stun is not 
super useful. Uh, I think if she was a double stun and like a four, she'd be better, and she'd be I'd use her more often. But I think mainly for her hand crossbow, getting two shots with uh, that rapid fire, and then if you're able to reduce their defense, four blood is nothing to scoff at. Yeah. It's mechanical, so it's a three up, sure, but medium range, and you can place her pretty much anywhere you want. Like, and there's not very many instances of being able to get distracting like a Brave and the Bold crew. Exactly. Uh, so that's really handy. And then if you do pair that with like someone with a whistle, because those minus ones to hit are, mm-hmm. or, or I guess. Minus one. The, the, it's minus one's to defense, defense yeah. um, aren't are the same from, traits. Are from separate sources. They actually do stack. So, yes. you know, she can run up, uh, distract a guy, mm-hmm. um, and then say if you have someone like Lorita with a whistle, which is something I run very often. Same, yeah. He can run up, distract the same person, and then maybe finish them off with mm-hmm. his assault gun. So I think that's actually a really good one to pick. Yeah. So that's uh, that's our brother eye segment. Looking at Huntress. And at Captain Boomerang's the Suicide Squad one, not the weird comic one who's way too expensive and doesn't do very much. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think he was re-released, so if you're just going no. off standard, he's he doesn't even exist. You don't even know what I'm talking about. You don't know the pain of that old model. Yeah. Now with the models that we want, that uh, the Brother I segment out of the way, now it's models that we want to see in the game from, could be really anything, like, could be comic sources, could be other DC characters that we haven't gotten in the game yet, but things we want to see in the game. Uh, so, first up... Uh, I said this last time, but it was blocked off because sound issues. Um, it would either be Midnighter or Mr. Bloom. Mr. Bloom, I think, would probably need to warrant its own crew. So I think that's less likely. I could see it as a free agent, but because of his ability to like implant powers into other people, I think you would see him more like a free agent or a leader. He could be kind of like um, Professor Pig, though. Yeah. Where he can, like, mod modify people on the board and then maybe bring a couple like henchmen with him when you pick him like his weird plant zombie dude yeah cyber plant zombie. i don't know his story was weird uh, i love the model i love the character like i wish they would make a model of him because i've seen other games for batman do models for him and they've looked tremendous and he's such a weird interesting character i think it would be really cool to get him in yeah uh and same with midnighter midnighter was part of the uh part of the acquisitions from another company uh, Midnighter is essentially a close combat version of the Punisher uh, with super strength and he has like very quick reflexes. He can think of like a million possibilities for an action in split of split seconds so he can just plan out every possible eventuality and be like, cool, this is the best one, let's do this. I'm going to rip this dude's spine out now. So he's Batman. Sort of, but cybernetically augmented with super strength. Okay. Like, I could, like he could calculate every single route to get to you the fastest dodging all your bullets and then rip your heart out and make you eat it midnighter is very gory and very very dark all right um for me uh it's always going to be this until night models listens (laughs) and picks them and that's reprint punker for second edition i want that trickster chainsaw guy running around in my joker cruise yeah well, I mean, I, I think the sweet irony of the universe will probably put him in another crew. Yeah. Um, they'll, they'll probably do, like, almost exactly the same, but just put him somewhere else to make you play something else out of spite. I'll lose my fucking mind, I swear <laughs> to God. I want that model back so bad. Especially now that, like, a lot of the, the bigger tournaments are changing over to standard only as opposed to playing eternal tournaments. Yeah. Um, I am losing, like, my one crutch model for, uh, for Joker. <laughs> and since, like... 
I could make some really wicked eternal Joker lists for tournaments, but I just can't make a list that I'm happy with for standard for Joker right now, and it's killing me because like I love my Joker crew, but it's just I don't know how to run them for standard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so with that, guys, that's our that's a, that's the cast. Yeah, our second one, third one. We'll say two point five. Two point five version. Um, so with that, uh, thanks for listening and. Always be sure to check us out uh, here on Podbean. Uh, we will release this as a video audio cast on the YouTube channel, Can't Hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and check out our um, bat reps and I guess our social media. So Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook slash Can't Hammer. You can find out all the information going on and all the other stuff we produce. Uh, so with that, thanks for listening. And I guess we'll catch you in the next one. Have a good day. <laughs>